0: what's up what's up my friends welcome get ready grab a snack and a bevy it's time for you and i to have a chit chat straight up facts tell it like it is laugh till you pee your pants cry because you probably needed to and i can't promise and i'm not going to throw any f-bombs but i can promise you'll feel a lot better after listening time to get personal, one-on-one, down and dirty, and have a coffee talk. Buckle up. Let's go. Well, hello, 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 my good friends. Welcome to Finding Calm in the Chaos, our special Saturday editions of Coffee Talk. Hope you guys have a beverage today. I am Denise Sith. I am your podcast host for the day. <laughs> um, I'm alone in my house. No parentals, no children, no buster, just me and Chica, the girls hanging out. I'm going to do some crochet after this, but woo! happy fucking Saturday, folks. Um. Okay. I am going to chit chat with you gals today. And guys, whatever. I don't know who's listening to me. Um uh sorry, I needed a drink. I am so dry. You know it's fall in the Midwest and it gets so dry. Like my does anybody else have like cuticle issues in the fall? My cute I literally I look like somebody is like d- when I wake up in the morning, I feel like somebody has dug like cuticle fairies have dug into my nails and around my skin around my nail beds all night and they're just like dry and raised and quite disgusting not gonna lie there's a nice visual for you guys um so I have a couple things I wanted to talk to you guys about first off update on what is going on with the plant-based journey um I'm doing well. And let me just say, I'm doing so well that I'm excited about doing it. And I'm getting really fucking choosy about what I want to eat. Meaning when I go out, um, I am plant-based. I'm 98% plant-based. If I am going out, I am doing the most healthy, either plant-based or if it's not available, um, seafood-based dish that's available and let me tell you that's not fucking easy until you actually I have not realized how much shit is available to us even shit they're saying is healthy is a bunch of crap and I'm like wow this is really so it really just sucks the fun out of even going out which is hard when you're trying to be convenient so I have just come up with that I gotta do Snackies for me and stuff when I go out because I don't want to eat that shit. Um, I went out with uh, so, so there's that. So, uh, we'll talk about the dinner. I went out with a friend, um, that was, um, so we met, th- which is so strange, right? So I met this girl through Peter's deceased godmother. Okay. So, uh, we met at just through her a little bit in the backgrounds and whatnot. And then obviously, you know, more in depth, uh, at her wake and after her services and, and just kind of like started, you know, texting more often and whatnot. We went to dinner, uh, this week and, um, it was a fucking blast. I will talk about that later. Uh, but I want to continue on what my health is going. So effective next week, I'm on Peloton Every day, uh, every other day, sorry, not every day. My ass would kill me. Um, but Peloton every other day, off days of Peloton walking buster, because I'm in, I'm like enthusiastic about this now. Like I have a pair of jeans that I can't even wear. Like I slide them on and they fucking fall right down. Like, yay. I mean, don't I have a yay here somewhere? Yeah. (laughs) I knew I had a yay. Um, let me tell you, it is super excited. Like, I like that this is working for me. Um, So I am seeing lots of improvement with respects to my detoxes clearing up. Oh, shit. We'll get into that fucking story, too. Like, I have decided... Well, we'll talk about that. I've decided to literally just... I'm, I'm putting the silencer on. That's what we talked about last Wednesday. I am going to pursue this, um, but in a different way. And I'll explain to you why. Because I just think things were done and we'll talk about it in a little bit. (laughs) It's just, it's so fucking complicated and it doesn't need to be. Uh, so I have lost officially, um, since October 1st, 27 pounds and two full inches off my waist. I am like at a loss as to how easy this has been and how much I crave these better foods. And I'm telling you, it's really been a godsend to me. And so um, I'm super excited about that. So I'm heading full in. Um, I haven't like cheated. I haven't had the desire to be like, you know I need to cheat I need to do this I did um like have a taste for like every now and then like for Halloween I usually did Reese's peanut butter cups and that was like my one splurge for the year but um I didn't want to do that like I didn't want to spoil it and so I went and um to Trader Joe's and found a, a vegan it was called peanut butter caramel popcorn it is obviously a processed food okay so just cuz it's plant-based or vegan or gluten-free or whatnot doesn't mean that it's not a processed food, which is shit for you. Okay. But if I'm going to have a vegan, uh, you know, I think there was like, maybe there were less than eight ingredients and it's going to get away from my sweet tooth of eating like a bag of fucking mini Reese's peanut butter cups. That's the better, that's the lesser of the two evils. And it was delicious. Uh, the serving was a um a half a cup. I went with a third of a cup because I didn't want to go overboard and be like, "fuck." Um, I had uh, a third of a cup and it totally like satiated what my craving was, and I was like, "yes." Um, I've been snacking on seeds, um, because nuts can be super fattening if you just keep. And I do nut milk, so I didn't want to add to that. I've been switching up between oat milk and nut milk because um the oat milk I can't use it as diversely as I can my nut milks because I love Earl Grey tea but I make it with milk I steep it in milk and just add a little honey and then I'm done that's like my drink my go-to drink right now and uh, cuz I haven't had coffee since October 1st until I did have a cup of cappuccino with dinner with my friend. So we'll talk about that. And I'm like, wow, right? So I'm feeling like I don't have all this gunk running out of my eyes. The runny nose went away. The scratchy throat went away. So I know that I'm coming down from detox. I haven't, from the mold, I have. A um an appointment in December for uh, follow up labs to see if I've um done the job with the detox uh regimen or protocol I guess so, um fingers crossed that that's all cool but I feel differently since I've not been back in that building we'll talk about that fucking fiasco in a little bit, um and then I honestly want you guys to reach out if you do not know how to comment on the podcast itself that you're listening to could you please find me on social media and give me your um your take on this because it it, we'll talk about it more but like I need to know like these people are starting to make some of us moms feel like there's something fucking wrong with us like like we're just fucking back crazy and I'm not taking, I'm not standing for it. You guys know me. I ain't standing for some shit like that. Um, <laughs> So we, I'm really happy about this plant-based. I love the way it's going and I'm super excited to be going into the, I'm already planning Thanksgiving dinner and everybody has been asking, are you going to break down and have like some turkey? And the answer is no, I'm planning around that so i will not be having turkey um i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna be making it myself so i can control the ingredients but i will divulge later what i'm doing because i have to experiment a little bit um i don't know that it'll come out the first time i try to make it so i want to try to make it ahead of time and um you can if you can make the actual you know plant-based little breast um turkey breast, uh, like a tofurkey breast. But I don't want that brand as kind of shitty. So um, I want to make my version of it, flavor it properly, get those flavors in there, do the mock skin with rice paper. And then all I have to do is bake it with, I've decided for the family that is going to be here, which is essentially the parentals, um, I'm going to make a big turkey breast and I'll brine it and do like all that. But There'll be two breasts. One will be plant-based, and one will be turkey-based. So there's that. Um, so this is going to save a ton of money me money for me. A ton of money me. A ton of money me. Um, it is gonna. Geez. Um, It is gonna save a ton of money for me in grocery bills because apparently turkeys cost them like what Bentleys cost right now. <laughs> At least they do in Illinois. Um, what else are we doing? So that's pretty much it with the thing. I'm feeling that my clothes are like feeling better. Um, I'm feeling better. My skin looks like shit right now because of the detox. So, but I know it'll look great later. So I I don't care. I'm like, I'm just going to go with it. I'm keeping with it. This is all part of the road, but I finally feel like I have found my niche and that's what, you know, how, and that's why I tell everybody, just please, I encourage you to keep doing, you don't have to do what I'm doing. You just keep doing and look and searching for things and a, a journey on what might work for you. And then eventually something's gonna click like it did for my body and you're gonna feel super good about yourself and, and wanna do this. Because, you know, we've talked about, um, even like the friend I was with, she had said she was on keto for so long and lost a ton of weight. And then, but after a while it was like, yeah, she loved eating, you know, bacon, cheese, and, you know, fucking butter, but it, it weighs on you. It ruins your taste buds. Like you, you literally just get tired of eating fucking grease. And although that may keto to me, though, all you guys know, keto is a fucking fad and it can kill some people. I don't do it because I have lupus and I have enough problems with my organs, let alone only be eating fucking cheese, bacon, and butter. Now, I was okay with those things at one time, but I do believe it had needed to be added to a well-balanced dinner um, plate. Yes. As I say, we're moving on. Um, What else is going on? Dun, dun, uh, 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 uh. Buster. Okay, Buster's uh went to the groomer this week, and he's doing really well. We finally found a groomer who knows how to line comb a dog and, uh, you know, he's looking all spanky and purdy. Um. He his let me tell you. So my dog Buster is just turned one in October and we got him last year, Christmas, December 2nd was the gotcha day for Buster and he is a Newfoundland. Um, so that means he is a giant breed. Okay. They call him jumbo breeds or big breeds, whatever. He's a jumbo breed. So he's 120 pounds. And like I said, he's 13 months old and, uh, or almost 13 months. Yeah. He's almost, so he's 10. Jesus. Yeah, he's 13 months years old. Thank you, Jesus. Um, He's 13 months old and 120 pounds. And um, they are an adolescent at this age. So big breeds age differently as in puppy stages than smaller dogs. So right now, Buster is like a huge 12-year-old asshole. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. He's a fucking fool. And he is not... Listening, he is like literally having like a complete reversion into puppyhood. He was better as a puppy, to be honest with you. He's, you know, we have already talked in the past about how Mister Sith does not follow through with training. So I'm actually putting him in a boot camp, my boot camp. I'm not sending him off. Fuck that. I'm done paying for people to train my dog that nobody does but me. I'm like, take my money, take my money. So. We, I am going to go through like a very extensive training course with Buster and Mr. Sith and Peter. And we are going to learn that this dog is 120 pounds. Um, and although he's big and fluffy and looks like a cow that is a bear, um, a bear cow that. He can be super scary when he's in this reactive mode. Of he's gets overly excited, and when he sees other dogs, he just goes not So and his tail's wagging, and it's like, oh my gosh! And if you just look up landseer Newfoundland, they're just adorable. Lancers is color black and white, the cow, and. They're adorable, and they're called gentle giants, and that's what Nana was in Peter Pan. She was a Newfoundland. And so they're like the the nanny dog. And um, but you know, when you have a dog who's a puppy who just wants to play and is overly excited, all you hear is you know, <coughs> sorry for everybody who just flipped out because you have headphones on, but that's what it fucking sounds like. And everybody is just like, holy shit. He's been in the house doing that. <laughs> sorry. I totally probably just scared the shit out of everybody. Um, sorry for your ears. Um, but this is what I is happening every time he gets overstimulated. And people, he could be inside and looking out the front office window. And people will cross the fucking streets with their dogs. And I'm like, really? I mean, he's fucking inside. But that's how loud he is. It's just like, well, I might as well walk over here. Um, it's just ridiculous. So he is getting some very intensive training. I've thought long and hard about how this training was going to happen. I molded over for literally a month and a half now. And um, I'm just literally shitting and getting off the pot and pulling the trigger, and we're doing it. And so I will talk more about that after it happens um, because it is a very controversial training, not gonna lie. Um, I knew I was pretty much like, I would never do that, you know, until I had a 120 pound dog who it can get super reactive and he needs to understand through positive and negative reinforcement that um, what is the proper behavior for safety for both him other people and me so that's what's going on with buster to custer he's still cute as fuck but it is what it is he's my boy and i want to make sure that he is safe and can enjoy more things by acting um proper and not being so scared you know now I'm learning to step in front of him when he gets reactive because and just block because most reactive dogs feel unsafe and triggered and so I want him to know that I'm in front of him and everything's okay I'm cool so you're cool and that seems to work for the most point I mean he's still like going through my legs look to the side let it decide you know but I just keep moving and pivoting and being like you're fine so just sit nice and that's what I tell them. I do a little Caesar Milan on him um, it works for only me Peter does it Mr. Sith does it and he's just like F off um, <laughs> uh, um, alright on to the next subject what's the next su- dinner oh my god you guys I got out of the house this week and it felt like a vacation okay i went on my wish so i have a wish list of restaurants locally that i want to check out and since mr sith and i have a hard time getting out it's a big fucking list so the last couple weeks we've had shit going on and so we haven't gone on a date in two weeks and we were so good we went to like four in a row and i was like yeah and then it was like yeah now we missed two weeks so maybe we'll go tomorrow night i don't even know but we definitely have to start going this friday um so I wound up having a lunch with a friend on Thursday. And like I said, I had lunch with a friend who I've known through um, Peter's godmother, who is the one that passed away last Christmas Eve. And um, we started chit-chatting. We met at a local restaurant up here um, by me. <clears throat> well, in a local suburb, it was like 30 minutes for both of us. So it was like perfect. And so we went up there and it was a great restaurant called, um, the region bar kitchen or the region bar and grill or region. I don't know it's called the region it, it in Barrington, Illinois. It is fucking phenomenal. First off, we had amazing service, which if you get nowadays tip your fucking servers, if you get good service, like if you did not get agitated at all through your meal, tip the shit out of that person because it is hard to find. And we had a phenomenal server and we tipped her as good and that paid off because we wound up so we we had dinner reservations at 7 30 which you guys all know i could barely fucking stay like that's almost bedtime for me but i knew i needed the the time alone so i wound up going and uh we both left at the same time so we'd be there at the same time and and chit-chatted you know our table got was ready they sat us and we just that was it click we just started talking and you know you're in a good for me I can't say you know but I know because I tend to run over conversations imagine that um I just have lived so much and I try to make it a habit to not be running conversations anymore I want to literally just sit there now and listen to people talk and man this gal did it for me. I was like, I got to practice shutting the fuck up and listening skills. And I got to have someone else just talk and basically entertain me during fucking dinner. It was stupendous is the word I'm going to use. First off, we click because we both have similar personalities, um, in that, um, although we did find out it by end of night, let me just tell you, our, my, like I said, our dinner reservation was at 730. We didn't leave there until 11. They closed at 10. <laughs> I'm like, whoo. They never once told us. They kept refilling our water. Our server came over, asked us if we wanted any more coffee. We we're so like, I was like, it, she was just, they were, it was a wonderful place. It was, it's definitely a wonderful place. Uh, I don't know that if it's for kids at the time at the day we went it was pretty much just all adults um and i didn't dress up dress up like i had holy jeans but i had a long like uh flannel coat over it um because i hate ripped up jeans now i think you've when you're 54 and you've just gotten to the point where you're like why the fuck am i paying for pants with holes in it um not anymore uh it was just a really phenomenal thing, and so we. D- I opted not to order an appetizer or have bread. They have these awesome individual, but it, they do. It's a local chef who does like local cuisine and just sourcing all of her stuff like quality, like farm to table and like real farm to table. Now let me just tell you, this this place really sources their shit because. So my friend ordered the um, Chilean bass. And she is not a fan of fish, but she likes haddock. And so it was interesting because I'm like, I think that you would like that. We were talking about how, you know, our fr- friend who would passed just was telling her she should probably try chili and bass uh, if she likes the haddock and, you know, that. And so... She tried it and she was a little put off at first, but I'm like, "You know what? All that other stuff, there was black rice on the plate, crispy noodles, some miso paste. There was just so much stuff on the plate that was a great like flavor palette. I was like, "Why don't you just like do the fish, but then also do the rice and then this way get combination flavors." And you know what? I was so I'm like, "Listen, you know what? Proud of you that you're not an adventurous eater, but you went adventurous." And you did it. And, you know, she, did she, she didn't She did finish it. There was a small portion on the plate, that she didn't finish. A very small portion. But that is awesome. When you have somebody who's just, like, has an aversion to something just for textural reasons or this... Mentality that it tastes a certain way, so you can't get it out of your mind. You know the fishy fish, that kind of stuff. And she really like I applaud, like I love adventurous people like that. She took a gamble, would she probably order it again? Probably not, but she went for it. And you have to give props where they're due. So if I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but well done, girl. Well done. Um, I ordered the chipolino. So Chipolino is so for me, I can it's hard to order, like I said, plant-based. So I'm trying to stick with seafoods, but I'm trying to stay away from a lot of like not I I I want it to be like as little as possible. And a lot of times they mix seafoods with creams and pastas. And I'd rather have the seafood than the cream, because the milk part, the dairy part is bothering me. So I opted for the chipolino, which is a, like a hearty, flavorful seafood, like soup. Okay. And it has like white fish in it. It has scallops, shrimp, mussels, that kind of stuff. Right. And let me tell you, it was absolutely phenomenal. The mussels in this, you usually get this tiny little mussel. It's like, amazing, you know, these little, just just t- minute little pieces of meat in muscles. these muscles were meaty they were huge okay um they the scallops were like an inch thick and like one and a half inch round like i mean they were huge the shrimp were like jumbo jumbo okay they were like golf shrimp okay and the big pieces of white fish in it were just so flavorful and tender, not overdone. The The tomato broth, amazing. Just enough uh, seasoning. Um, it, it was just, it was wonderful. And I could only eat half of it. I did take the bread off because I thought that was too much. I didn't want bread to start either. And I wanted it to sit right with me, but still be able to be comfortable. I only had, um, I did an iced tea that was... Um, not sugared and then dessert came and I thought you know what I deserved dessert you know we've been chit-chatting we've been talking and I'm doing dessert it's set it's all good they wrapped up my you know extras for when I go home and as soon as I saw it was funny because she's like oh creme brulee and I was still reading the menu right and I was like wait there's creme brulee because that's like my thing like I always order the creme brulee if it's on the menu and she was like oh same and I'm like why do we have so much in common? I'm like, this is crazy. Um, so we both ordered the creme brulee, and I ordered a uh, a cappuccino. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do this cappuccino. Um, I have not had coffee since October first, so I'm thinking I don't want any sugar in it. Um, I just want like you know, the latte uh they didn't have an ah uh, an option I, I didn't really ask but i just did regular whole milk in it um because it's not a lot it was just a cappuccino it wasn't a huge glass like it wasn't that huge like latte latte in like the mug that can cover your face like drink i, I can't stand those they' i actually think they're a waste i like my coffee like just like i like it hot but not scalding and I feel like when you get those big cups, it's just, um, it gets cold by the time you can get to the bottom. And then I'm like, can you like eat this up? Um, it was amazing. So I had that and I didn't, um, the coffee wasn't too much. So that worked and the coffee worked enough because like I said, we were there from 7:30 to 11. We found out we went to the same high school, uh, same graduating class. Except I, It took me a year cause I went five years cause I need to take gym long story. Okay, long story. So I had literally four fucking classes, my fifth year, and they were all fucking gym. So um it's, it's so ridiculous when I look back at it now. Like who like the rules they make up for shit is absolutely fucking nonsense. Anyway, um so then Uh, We left the restaurant And we were like We're so sorry that we stayed But there were other people at the bar So we weren't like Holding them up You know what I'm saying So we had already had them Collect everything We paid out our bill You know all that So then we decide We were in her car Because And we also have the same car. She has the newest one and I have the one from like two years ago. But I was like, this is fucking hilarious. We drive the same car, same color. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So we get, and it's, like I said, it was a great conversation. Absolutely great conversation. And when you are a woman, I feel maybe just as a person, when you're having a conversation with someone and you click on that level and you're just able to be like, and just talk right? And have a conversation. It is such a stress reliever. It's so therapeutic. And so I'm like, well, hey, we're in your car. I parked away from the front door so that I could walk and get in some, you know, I'm used to parking handicap right in the front and I did not. So I said, I'm parked just around the side of it. So she drove around to the side and we continued to talk until like fucking midnight. I'm pretty sure it was after midnight. Um, I got home at 1.15 in the morning. I walk in and we're like, we're definitely doing this again. Like I'm already fucking planning the next one. Um, I walk in and I'm like, who left the fucking light on in the loft upstairs? I, was so, I hate when people leave lights on in my house because the parentals leave their fucking TV on all night and it's we live in Illinois everything has went up and our electric bill is like more right now than it is when we have a pool fucking uh going all night the filter right we'll turn that shit on and leave it on so it's nice and clean all year you know all summer and the electric bill is higher now without that pump being on and that's disturbing to me, okay? <laughs> just fucking disturbing. Because shit is enough, right? You can't even go, like, buy a meal. You can't even shop a one meal, like a dinner for family, without spending less than 50 bucks. That's just disgusting. Um, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, so, yeah. So, we are planning that. I come home. I'm, like, ready to totally bitch. But, like, no, nobody's going to be up. I walk up the stairs. And I'm looking in the loft. And I'm like, Mr. Sith is up. He looks like he's just had a bender. I'm not even joking. He looks like he just had a fucking weak bender in Vegas, like at a fucking whorehouse. I'm looking at him and I'm like, why the? First off, you look like hell. And he's got his headset on and he's like, you could tell he's like muting their call. And he's like, there's a problem in the New York office and nothing's on. And we got four we got people from cisco on and i'm like okay i don't understand a fucking word you're saying because you're mumbling and um if you're trying to explain to me your problem i appreciate it but i don't understand it so i wish you luck this is shitty if they have you up this late trying to figure this out um they i stood up till about maybe two o'clock and then i was like yeah i'm fucking tired i'm going to bed so i went to bed and he was still up working apparently he went he they resolved this at 4 a.m. in the morning and his boss told him i kid you not this fucking downtown chicago oh he his boss tells him feel free to sleep in i'm like yeah you think fucked hard it's four o'clock how safe would it be to fucking drive somewhere right now i mean my husband requires like 18 hours of sleep to function okay do the math and then you have some idea he goes to bed. He would go to bed after dinner, okay, at six o'clock if you let him. I'm not even exaggerating. And when he's editing this, you know I'm right, honey. You know I'm right. He would go to bed right after dinner if I allowed it, okay? Because nobody needs to go to bed that early. Like, we're fucking big people. Peter goes to bed at 8 30. You can, we can sit in bed after Peter goes to bed and work with that. So then <laughs> we, he's, he, He's like, so I have to go into the office because I, you know, he has to fix his part of the server. And then I'm just like, are you coming home after that? And he's like, yep, I'm going to do it from home. And I'm like, okay, well, just tell me. But he looked like shit when he left here this morning. Um, so what else happened? Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, okay. So this is where the mold saga is gone. So. I'll be honest with you, I've had several conversations with these people um and I'm simply at a loss for a couple reasons. It's a pretty cut and dry system when you're, when you're trying to do what we're trying to do, like it, to me, it's like you can Google search this shit. I don't understand why everybody thinks that I'm like fabricating this shit out of like thin air. It's like a pretty standard procedure to test for mold okay are there regulations on how to test for mold no is there special licensure in Illinois there is not they recommend that they have some sort of hygienic sanitation whatever I don't know but it was like some sort of certification is what they prefer because of the insurance companies but it is not required okay but there are three basic steps to a mold test. I'm just going to tell you this as so you understand the story will make more sense after, like, where we're at in this fucking saga. So <laughs> the first step is if you suspect mold in your house, then you would call someone, right, a, a professional company that does this every day so they have the proper supplies and equipment. And they would come to your house and ask you some basic questions, right? Why are we here? Are people getting sick? Is there um, any part of your home that's been underwater that has had water leakage that you have feel is maybe suspect? They check windows, window seals, garage seals, basement egress windows. Okay. So all of these things. So I guess there's, it's almost kind of like that flip chart. Uh, has your, has there been any wetness or water in your house? No. If you answer no, this is where you go. And that is where a visual inspection pursues. And these people know where to look, right? All the hot spots in a house, bathrooms, windows, basements, that kind of stuff. Then it would be like, have you had water in the house? If you answer yes, this is your next step. Same step as the other one. You do a visual assessment, but because you answered yes there was water or any kind of seepage issues then you go to step two which is a deeper inspection right of hidden stuff that you can't physically see because we know that moisture breeds mold mildew and lots of other shit okay it it breeds okay fungus so it, I can't believe that, like, I have to say this, but I want you guys to understand how incredibly fucking insane they're making it sound. Like, I'm fucking insane because this is so common sense to me. I didn't make the shit up. I've been through the process and I've Googled shit. Anybody could Google shit and know this information or call the company to find out. I've done all the above. So then... They would take their specialized equipment with cameras and as the homeowner or property owner, you give them permission to go to the hotspots and they will go in and do like drill a little hole to dip in a camera, however they do it, um, to look around the walls to see if there's any hidden mold, visible mold. They'll look through the floor uh, joist boards, like the floor joists in between there. They look in the attic, they'll look down in the basement. Okay, there's step two. After that is done, they have agitated sufficiently if it is present, even if it is not seen, there is a third test that is done. And that requires that little machine that they have where they walk through into every room and document and take collections of the airborne, okay, particles, to see what airborne particles are present because not all mold is visible, okay? We all know black mold, right? That's what everybody talks about all the time, but there are lots of different kinds of molds available. Not everybody is allergic to all kinds of molds, right? You might be allergic to mold, but you eat blue cheese, cheese, right? And that's essentially mold, okay? So I, again, this is so frustrating that like you as an adult, I have to fucking like explain this to a podcasting audience so that I can justify that I'm not fucking insane. And then they take that information, they bring it back to their place, they do all the run all the numbers, do what they can, and then write up a formal report And then that will state that, you know, mold was visible, not visible. Your house is clean. Your house is not. This is what remediation is necessary in order to clear where it's at. Because, you know, that's going to differ versus airborne versus it's in your floor joists, the attic behind the walls. You know what I'm saying? But know that if you've had multiple issues of water, there's mold in your house like that. It says it right there in a thing. Do you do you have mold you might not see it but if you've had water there's mold. Okay, cool. Because unless you specifically got a fan and the proper equipment and dried it out behind, you can't just like put a fan on your drywall. They have professional ways they do this, right? So that seems pretty cut and dry. That is how a standard mold inspection is done or asked for by insurance companies. In the state of Illinois. So if you live somewhere else, I just know this is what's done in the state of Illinois. Now, everybody knows I left co-op because I had a mold exposure. Now, I'm going to tell you, I have been in tune with my body since 19-fucking-98. I can tell you when my white blood cells, literally up to the point, like, 10, okay, so like sometimes I'll be like, you know what? My WCs are weird. I bet you they're like 15 or 16 right now. And I can go take a blood pressure test or a blood test and my WBCs will show that they're like 15. My platelets, they're a little off. I think they're low. I bet you they're about 75,000, right? Everybody, they should be over 100. I've had much lower much much lower, but this is for like informational purposes. Um, and I will go and take a lab test, a blood test, and they will tell me, "You're right, your your platelet count was in the 70s, which is you know unacceptable." So we got to do something. And I'm like, "Cool, I got that. Thanks for verifying it. I know what my body is telling me, and not everybody has this gift. But I also keep a journal." I keep a journal on how I ate. And I'm totally honest on days. Like sometimes I'm like, I was just a huge porky pig today. Um, I record how I feel my lupus. This helps me look back to see whether or not I've progressed. It's gotten worse. It's getting better. And one of the things that started was I got baseline labs, blood tests. I'm sorry if people don't do this every year. I don't make this up. I have multiple autoimmune diseases. I have to check my blood work fucking annually. And this isn't like a CBC and some fucking comprehensive test. We're talking like 18 vials of fucking blood and they're running everything. Okay. I have to do that. And I want to do that because it tells me, do I need to take this supplement? Do, can I eliminate this supplement? Do I need to keep eating more greens? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Okay. If you don't do that and you're just that person who's just like, I'm going to chew this chewy fucking high fructose corn syrup fucking vitamin for adults. Cause I can't swallow a fucking pill kind of person and still go out and eat whatever the fuck you want. You know what? Bless your heart, but I cannot do that because I want to live to see my kids fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you know my autoimmune warriors, you fucking know. And you're like literally yelling, tell them in the back, Denise. And I know it. I'm fucking yelling for the people in the back. Again. So my body, I had no fucking toxicity to candida, fucking fungus, all of this shit, any kind of, you know, mold. I didn't have no, zero, zero bitches. Okay. In fucking, September. It was like August 28th or something. Okay. I got my results like September something. Then I take another test. When I start plant-based in October, I need a baseline. I'm changing something dramatically. I want to know how the numbers are changing for my inflammation. So I need all my rheumatoid arthritis and lupid testing and all that. And then the integrated guy goes, well, let's just test for all this toxicity again. And Call it even because, you know, you can have huge detoxes when you go plant-based. So they did that and lo and behold, hey, Denise, suddenly you have mold. You didn't have it at the beginning of September, at the end of August, but now 30 days to, you know, 60 days later, you have mold exposure in your body. Well, it's not in my house. It's not in my car. Uh, I grocery shop. I don't think it's there. And I'm looking at my journal, and all of my symptoms are hitting me on Wednesday. And then they relieve themselves by Sunday night, Monday morning. I'm feeling good. And then smack, they hit me again on Wednesday. And the only thing that is happening on Wednesday is I'm at a fucking co op in a church teaching class while my son's going to classes. And everybody in this co-op is getting sick. Not everybody, but a large majority of people and their children are getting sick. Nausea, runny noses, sore throats, scratchy throats, occipital headaches. They're throwing up. They're getting fevers. I don't care who you are, what organization you're in. But as a mom, if I'm in a co op and I run it, I'm a board, the only concern on my head is why are my fucking families getting sick? How this has turned into this saga, the mold saga, of three people who are making, adults, mind you, who are making decisions. And now it's become so personal. And, and you know me, let's be honest. When you get personal and emotional, what happens? It's because you are carrying something that you know is wrong, period. Okay, you don't, I'm not telling you that, I'm not a therapist, but I've seen one for 30 fucking plus years, and you can talk to any therapist, or any self-development, or any PTSD, or any trauma specialist, who will tell you, when you keep repeatedly bringing emotions and defensiveness to a situation that is so common sense, it's because you have guilt you are carrying guilt you understand something was wrong and you have felt that you need to be in cover-up mode instead of just throwing your hands up being well hot damn I fucked up let's pivot and fix it these bitches ain't pivoting for nothing I'm just telling you that right now and here's the issue I sent an email I told you guys all that um the last update I did not receive an answer back until la- this week, this last week. So they went almost two and a half weeks before they responded to my exit email. And it was literally, I'm not going to read it to you for privacy reasons because this is escalating. So I'm going to keep all that. So I don't want to talk too much about what the verbiage was, but it was a huge fucking gaslight. They literally took a fucking lighter and threw it under me after they tossed some fucking gasoline on the floor. Like I had a fucking problem. You were adamant about mold exposure, adamant adamant somebody tried to use their big words they got a thesaurus out here's the deal i was adamant because it was fucking happening and oh well there wasn't any mold in the in the art room that we closed it was water okay well then here's something we know now from people from the prior co-op that the basement all flooded out on our open house the whole community room was had fans and puddles everywhere. Let's put two and two together, right? You don't even have to fucking like it's not even an assumption. It's just common fucking sense. Like sure put your Sherlock Holmes hat on. Let's just talk about this shit. And then the septics you see or though it's not it. Then you see water in the art room. And then the bathroom's fucking backed up. The septic system. That is four separate instances of water we've seen in this church. Water on water on water on water. They're having somebody come out and fix it and do whatever. But you know what's growing behind all this shit? Mold. Set a goal. Like I don't understand what part of this, like uh, this fucking science thing that you fucking missed is. Don't discount people. All of the fucking signs are there to create mold. And why are you getting so defensive about it? You don't own this fucking building. Get with this fucking church and you demand that your tenants, your people in your organization are sick. Children are getting sick, and we paid you rent, and we brought insurance here. We will no longer pay, and we are putting you on notice demanding our rent back paid and our deposits until we see a mold test. I would have done that in like three fucking hot seconds, literally. Would have walked right over to the church office, called the pastor, had the conversation. This would have been over. Normal adults would have done that. What did my board do? One of the board members got their friend to come. And I love how they don't know that people talk. Here's my thing. Don't try to put one over on people in front of people. Their kids were calling this guy by his first name. It's some guy who lives with them. Could he be a contractor? Could he not be a contractor? Sure, he could. He could not be. Is he a mold fucking specialist? Probably not. There's very few and they usually come within a company, right? A professional company. What company does he work for? Why? I I just thought that this would be a logical thing to ask. I'd like to look at the company. Maybe it's the same company that, you know, I know of that I've been, you know, at their website and doing with me and why? Okay. Um, I didn't think it was a fucking secret. Like, why would you know? Oh, maybe they don't know because the church sent someone out. Stay with me. Think about that comment, folks. This is running late today. We're probably going to go an hour, but this is worth it. You're going to flip out with me. So their children are calling this guy by his first name. A mom is following him around. She had made it her, bless her heart. Bless that. For this mom with the fucking balls to do what was right. Followed him around. With no equipment. Nothing. He pulled back some carpeting. And that was it. Now, mind you, that is the first step of a mold. Investigation. Right. That's what we just talked about earlier. That's why it was important to know this. But we already know that there was water in the art room because we're going to ignore, everybody ignored the fact that our open house meet the parents night had water in the fucking, in the room, the rec room, okay? Everybody's going to ignore that. But I reminded everybody, but I'm an asshole. And I'm just going to leave out the flood during the summer because the new co-op didn't talk to the old co-op And the old co-op had their own problems. You know what I'm saying? So we're just going to leave that little water mark out, right? So we got one. We're going to ignore what happened when we were actually there. And there were fans there on Meet the Parent night. So I'm going to let that one slide. I'm going to give that like a half point, okay? Then there was water in the art room. That's one and a half. Then the septic system backed up next to the kitchen. That's two and a half, Well, all it took was the fucking half to warrant step two in a mold investigation. And that is to take out the little wands and their little drills and go through and put them in. That was not done. Therefore, you cannot say with any validity that there is no mold. And then after that, you would take the agitation happened, And then you go through with the handheld device. And do the airborne spores. That was also not done. So there were steps two and three that were ignored. And then when I asked, I got another email and a a text message. Because I'm asking now, well, I can't have the company. So I said, well, I guess I'll find out. I heard that somebody was there doing a mold inspection. Um, That's fabulous. Uh, Nobody's going to give me the name of this company. But I am requesting a copy of those results um, I would suggest you request a copy from the church you are due to see that that it's an all clear or not um, but I would like a copy of that and and all other moms or families that request it, or congregation of the church can also request a copy of that this is our fucking public health we're talking about this is a public building that services the community why what what do you mean why what, wait, I well, wait, wait. This he was a professional who came. Wait, wait. I didn't once question this. Nobody will even give me the name of this company. I'll just call the pastor direct. What do you hope to gain from this? What? Well, that's not really. That is an awkward question to ask. I'm hoping to gain the safety of the families in my co-op, of my friends and their children. What are you hoping to? Wait a minute. Wait. What? What? And then the mom calls came. Oh, don't fuck with homeschool moms, okay? Then all the calls started coming in, and I feel like I'm like fucking Sherlock Holmes right now. I'm like an ace detective. I'm taking notes. I got notes from everybody. What's being said? Because you know, a lot of stuff gets taken out of context that you gotta we gotta weed all that shit down. All the moms are fucking upset right now. They are fucking ripping mad, right? Most of them. Some just don't give a fuck, like the board. And then there's the other ones, like myself, who are like, how can you just dismiss this shit, weirdos? But, you know, it is what it is, right? All we have to do is get this simple fucking test back. We don't know the company, and he obviously didn't finish it, so maybe he's coming back. Nope. Same day, teachers are sending out things, all clear, no mold, clear, Here's me. Wait, what do you mean clear? They didn't clear for mold. The fucking investigation's not even done. I'm calling the church. Why would you call the church? What do you have to gain from this? And then I talked to one of the other people on the board who are at my other co-op. And I wanted to express to her that I genuinely liked her as a person. And she got super emotional. And I know when emotions start playing in and the faces get blushed. And the tears, you know, the eyes get teary and they're. When you answer like a turkey, step the fuck back and think about what you're saying. I'm not dictating. I'm not preaching, folks. I'm telling you from personal experience. When I was fucking on the defensive, that was me. Like, seriously, you're a flat out fucking monster turkey, okay? And when you step out of it, and I'm just like, I don't want you to get defensive about this. Like, it's not even your building. And as soon as I said that, I was like, wait. Wait." I have solved the crime. All right. I have solved the mystery of the inspector. The inspector is a friend of one of the board members and the reason why their children knows them is because he lives with them. This is easily checked just by asking fucking anybody. We don't know if he's a valid mold inspector. We do know that he has no equipment and there is one mom, the one who followed him around, who flat out asked him where his equipment was and he told her it was broken. Somehow though, he gave a clear for mold in which teachers and Text messages were sent by the board and teachers to parents and myself stating that there was no mold and it was clear, even though they made a point of telling me that I did not get the, they did not get the uh, report yet. So they couldn't send it to me, but it's all clear, but you didn't get the report. How confusing. Oh, wait a minute. Why would you have your friend come in and do a, mul- why would you as a tenant even do this? Because they didn't tell the church they were doing it because they just want people to shut the fuck up and come back to co-op so they could pay teachers and not have their co-op dissolved. It's purely about egos and not about the safety Of people and children. Boo. Is what I say to that. Fucking boo. So guys. I have taken. I have put away the AR-47. And I have taken out just a single loaded. You know a nice heavy. Maybe a magnum. With a silencer. Because I am not fucking stopping. Until this is fucking resolved. Because this. Is how people die. These is how people like myself with autoimmune issues, asthma issues, what if they have COPD like my mom? All clear and everybody comes back and we just get sicker and sicker and possibly possibly those who are victims become hospitalized. God forbid someone gets so sick from the spores they die? They're in ICU. Do you know what that costs? To have a child or a parent in ICU? Ventilated? It costs a lot of fucking money, peeps. It costs a lot of money. And to me, no ego is worth more than that. And it really disturbs me that no one at this fucking co-op in any authoritative manner will understand how important this is and how now they've overstepped a legal step, right? They've overstepped the legal step line here. They have now given an all clear based on a bogus report that wasn't finished. Even if he's a professional, it wasn't finished. And when you think about it in hindsight, it couldn't have been finished because they had no authority as not being the property owners to drill into walls and look into floors. They had no authority to go in and do that. But they did for their egos to collect money. And they say it's not about money, but if it wasn't, it would simply be pushing back on the church to get it done. But we don't have to worry about that because I'm not a fucking coward and I don't need fucking friends and I'm not here to make any fucking friends and I don't care if you were my friend and now you don't want to be my fucking friend because I am going to pursue the fucking church and I am going to pursue to make sure that a proper mold inspection is done, even if now the fucking co-op of the people that I actually liked at one fucking point might have exposed themselves personally be liable for this. And now the church can use that to reduce their liability. And that pisses me off because I did risk management fucking pushing liability around for people so that my fucking customer didn't have to pay for it. A fucking duh. I'm so like I it's so common sense and every every one of you who are listening if you don't feel the way I feel and you feel that the board is right somehow can you fucking send me a message and try to explain it to me non-emotionally like because it's like they don't get it but I try to explain obviously I'm getting animated because I run a podcast and that's why you guys listen to me because I'm fucking cuckoo you know what I'm saying but like These fucking broads are like gaslighting me and parents telling me that it's all about fucking us. And that we're like, we're making it up. And why are you talking it? What's your ultimate goal on this? Listen, my ultimate goal was just to keep people like fucking healthy. But now it's to prove a motherfucking point. And if that means you're fucking going down with it, get your fucking, I don't know, start wrapping yourself up in plastic bitches because you're going to fucking fall. I am not giving up on this. All these poor moms calling me, crying, fucking upset. Their kids are sick. How are you not upset by that? And sometimes it takes, and this is the ultimate thing I'm going to let you guys go today, is that ultimately, I've really just preached lead with kindness, and I did, okay? But sometimes when you have something this important, and their kids' safety, and how about congregation? How about congregation at that church who may be sick and they don't even know? How many elderly people have breathing and COPD issues and heart issues that can cause infections? Right? Pacemakers. These things can be infected with mold inhalation. And it has been like just fucking brushed off because it's an older church. They have, there are lots of fucking older buildings in Chicago and there's not fucking mold in them. And if it's suspected, there's a fucking test done. And then if there's shit there, they remediate it so people could go in. Because that's how you run a fucking business. That's how you run a church. That's what you do. Because people are human and they deserve to be healthy. And not based on what you want. You know what I'm saying? So this time, I did lead with kindness, guys. But now a little bit of the old Denise comes and needs to take care of business. That's all I got today. See you next week. Bye-bye.